But I think the main things is at the end of the day, volleyball is volleyball. It's in the same nine by nine court, and the rules are the same. So we. Uh, <laughs> is that on the back of your shirt? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's on the back of your shirt. Dude, dude, a little free shout out for you. Um, and it doesn't matter who's on the other side of the net. You need to still execute to the best of your ability if you want a chance to win. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. You know the rules, and so do I. Happy Halloween. My name is Rick Astley. Welcome to the 9x9, the 81 square meters of the best volleyball coverage on the internet. Very special day today. I am pleased to be joined by the head coach of Allianz Power Volley Milano, as well as the Dutch men's national team. He's been featured heavily on this channel in the past. Welcome, Mr. Roberto Piazza, to the show. Happy Halloween, my friend. Who is uh, this guy uh, who tries to sound like Leighton Lucas? Uh, what, uh, what, uh, what are you saying here? What, uh, what, what, what are you trying to tell me? You want me, you want me to put Termat on the left side? Let's put Termat on the left side. Let's just, let's just put Termat on the left side. We have Namir. No Namir? Still Termat on the left side. Okay. Roberto, it's it's so good to have you. It's uh, it's so good to have such a special guest uh, after our, after all of our interactions earlier this summer. It's great to have you as as a special guest host on the Nine by Nine. How would you say your season with with Milano is going so far? Back in your home country of Italy, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Uh, <laughs> last year we do really really good things, and then this year we got no Poro, Poro not here, so. We, we try to do other things, and we, we, we try to get wins, but no Poro magic, no wins. No Poro magic, no wins. You, you, you heard it from the man himself. <laughs> What's up, people? Uh, I'm putting on my glasses. I'm putting on my glasses again because I can't see anything. Uh, happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. This is the 9x9. Nine nine. Uh, I, pr I promise we're going to talk about some real volleyball at some point, but we wanted to have a little bit of fun. It is Tuesday, October 31st. This is episode 94. And uh, that that Roberto Piazza-looking character with a bald cap and all, that's Everett DeLorme live from Toronto. I'm Rob Sinclair live from Chicago. Uh, let's talk about some volleyball, my friend. I I'm excited to, to have, have you. <laughs> a lot of volleyball. It was a good week in a ball, like we were, like we were just saying. Good week in a ball. Uh, and Everett it, was, it was a great week. Like It good started like, right yeah. off the bat with Bakovanka and Exagerbasha, and then it went through um i had nothing to do this weekend so i plopped my butt on the couch at one point i had like something going on on my phone something going on my laptop and something going on on the tv it was just love it was it. a good weekend for watching volleyball love it and it will continue to be uh because it is super cup season there are a lot of these early season tournaments going on everett stop me if you've heard this one before but Imoko Corneliano once again has won the women's italian super cup i think it's like their ninth in a row or something ridiculous it's, like that. It, I think Tommy was saying in in the Discord that it's their fourteenth Italian trophy in a, in a row. Fourteen trophies in a row. That's ridiculous. Fourteen trophies in a row. That's that's just Italian, right? Just like Italian league, Supercoppa, Coppa Italia, all of that stuff. But still, that is phenomenal. 
Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This is their sixth Super Cup in a row, and their seventh out of the last eight. And then, yeah, all the Italian Cups, all the the Scudetto titles that they won in between that. Yeah, uh, Imoco Cuniliano obviously is a juggernaut. They beat Vero Volley Malonza 3-1, to one, and uh, this match was very interesting. Uh, we knew it was going to be interesting. This was the first we get to see of this battle between Imoko and Malonza with Paola Egonu now playing on the Malonza side against her former team. And still, uh, even even up against that, Corneliano was able to get it done. Joanna uh, Volos was named the MVP, very well-deserved. She is the best setter on planet Earth. A couple of numbers here. As far as the opposite battle went, it was pretty close statistically. Isabel Hawk, 22 for 52, uh, 25 points total. Paola Egonu... 18 for 42, 21 points total. The difference was eight unforced errors for Egonu. Yeah. That, uh, so a lo- that... lot, lot cleaner on Isabel Hawk's side. Let's start there. Let's start with the opposites. I mean, to me, Hawk won that one. And it was the classic calm, cool, collected, just Canigliano. Right, that's that's you've you've got the best coach in the world. You've got arguably the best set in the world. Hawk is in the conversation for one of the best attackers, and it was just calm, cool, collected from Canigliano. Everyone was doing their job, whether it was Plummer or whether whether it was Robinson. Um, but even even in that fourth set, there was a little bit where Milano uh, Malonza was pushing back, and it was really only due to Canigliano's errors. Pretty right? much, like, there was there was there was a, a run of errors early on in that fourth set that that kind of kept Malonza in it. I will. I, I'm expecting Malonza to kind of uh, like get better throughout the season because, like, this is essentially the exact same Canigliano team. Oh, right? yeah. Minus minus like a couple of 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 other pieces. This is exactly the exact team. So they're just picking where they left off. And I mean, hey, the Pink Panthers are looking good. Man, they 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 looked like a well-oiled machine already earlier in the season. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly the right takeaway is that this is the exact same Corneliano team without, I mean, some ancillary pieces on the side. But starting lineup wise, this this team has been together for at least all of last season, if not for longer before that than that. And Malonza will continue to put it together. So these teams will meet down the road. And yeah, well, Paola Egodin a little banged up. I know she got hurt mm-hmm. in the regular season match before that. She did play all four sets and looked like mostly like herself, including some of the unforced errors. But um, for the good and bad, yeah, yeah. One person I want to shout out is Sarah Farr. It is really good mm-hmm. to see her back after two huge knee injuries for Corneliano. Like really locked down the middle, eleven for eighteen. So a really big part of the offense. Two blocks and an ace for fourteen points total. That was second on the team for Corneliano. So that's great to see. Um, middles for Malonza. Not nearly as much of a factor. Uh, Dana Retke, 11. Sonia Kandi, 8. Laura Hireman came in the fourth and only scored two points. But here's where I want to kind of put the microscope on these two teams and where we're going to be looking a lot this entire season is on the outside hitters. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very we're, much so. We're going to be talking about this a lot this year. Yeah. The outside hitters for Milano struggled, right? Like it was, it, it wasn't great for them in this one. It wasn't really great for either of them, uh, at, at least on offense. Um, the the one number that jumps out to me where Corneliano had an advantage was look at how well Kelsey Robinson passed the ball. 77% positive, yeah. 62% perfect. That's outstanding. And she uh, got targeted even less than DeGennaro did. So that right there should keep her in the lineup, if, if you ask me. Um, Catherine Plummer, although she did get aced five times as the primary target, Actually, other than that, not bad. 51 positive, 35 perfect. Not bad. I, th- 
I thought she was solid in this one. I I, I really did. Like I, I I thought she was she was solid. And I mean that's that's generally what we see with her with with Canigliano, that, that that she's solid. She seems to be very comfortable in this role. However, offensively, the outside hitters combined for Canigliano 109 efficiency. The outside hitters combined for Malonza 160 efficiency. Both really bad. Uh Catherine Plummer, zero. Six for nineteen, six errors. Uh, we saw only a little bit of Alessia Gennari as a passer. She hit zero as well. We saw a little bit of Kalia Lanier in the force chat. She went two for three, yep. so that was kind of nice. And then uh, Kelsey Robinson, eight for 31, four errors. Classic stat line for her, just a whole ton of continuations. Then, But then on the Malone's side, they start Miriam Silla again, which I still don't understand. Seven for 18, three errors. Karabayama starts, six for 25, three errors. Not very good. A little bit of Helena Kazot at the end, three for 10, one error. And then only a little bit of Nika Dahl drop, one for three, one error, 0%. Like the, the offensive efficiencies of these two teams for being the two best teams in the league, this, this is brutal at that position. It, it wasn't the greatest of ball, Rob. No. It I was not. It, it was definitely a bit of a filler out game. This didn't have a sense of two heavyweights going toe-to-toe. This, to me, was like, it, it was a little messy. It, it was definitely a little messy. It was a Super Cup game, you know? It wasn't a Copa yeah. Italia game. It wasn't a Scudetto game. It was a Super Cup game. It's, it's essentially an exhibition game with, an, with a trophy at the end. Yep. I'm sure it feels good for Caneliano to get that trophy. But yeah, I test This was not the best match of volleyball I've ever watched. But I am excited to see how this particular matchup develops throughout this season because they're going to play twice in the regular season. Great chance they play in the Copa Italia. Who knows? They could even play in Champions League. Like we're going to see, we're going to be seeing this matchup a lot. So and, I'm excited to compare them back to this one. It'll get better. I think it, I think it's going to get better. I do agree. I think you're going to start seeing uh, Helena Cazot on the uh, uh, on the left side over Mir- Miriam Silla. I love how they called her Cazote. On the, we had Cazote and Bajama out oh my there. God. Uh, Dude, uh, out there on on the left side, <laughs> not naming any names, um, <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, I think that this this year's Milano team is going to be more competitive throughout. Like if we go back to last year, that Milano team didn't really start pushing Canigliano. Like I didn't even know if the Milano team was going to make the, the the finals, right? Like when they were they were playing, they played Scandici in the semis. Yeah, they did. Um, they beat him in a miracle. It was a pretty crazy series. Right, so like I, I think that this is like this is clearly the two top in the league, definitely on paper. Um, and I expect it to be a hard fought battle all year long. But like, like, I mean, in in this one and this matchup in general, all season long until anything else changes, Canigliano is Obi Wan Kenobi. They have the high ground, and it's <laughs> it's it's up for Milano to to go out and get it. Well said. Uh, I, I honestly don't have that much more to say about this match. Congrats to Caneliano. I'm excited to see these two teams play again. Anything else for you, Everett? Or uh, no, I did, I did, I did, I did. I did like a vibe in the arena. Lots of fans. <laughs> lots and lots of fans. Everyone cheering. Everyone having a good time. It's it's a good it's a good for Italian volleyball. You know, you know. People come. They watch. They laugh. They have a good time. No interviews. <laughs> Awesome. I can't wait to clip some of these out later. <laughs> Should send them to our boy Piazza. Um, elsewhere around the Lega Volley Femenile this weekend, there are still regular season matches going on. Honestly, there's nothing really to talk about here. Uh, no upsets. I mean, Cuneo over Bergamo in five is whatever. 
Pinarolo over Valfolia, Firenze over Trentino, Scandici over Casamaggiore, Novara over Busto. I, I, I honestly have nothing to talk about with those five games. No, and then of course the the other two teams haven't played yet for a week four because they're they're in the Supercopa. Um, there's no semifinals for the women's Supercopa. It's just a straight no, up one just, match. I don't like that as much. I don't like it as much either. Although that's a little bit more standard with all the European leagues. Most of them just do the one match, but I do like it a little bit better. Uh, to, to have it be an entire tournament, we might as well just jump to it to preview it as we switch over to the men's side. The men's Italian Supercopa starts today. It starts in uh, just a little over an hour, which I'm very excited about it. And this is two days, three matches of action, a little bit more of like a full-fledged event. Trentino versus Perugia is going to be a banger. That is today, uh, starts at 12.30 Eastern, so just about over an hour from now, followed by Piacenza versus Lube, and then the winners of those two semifinals play tomorrow at noon Eastern for the Supercopa. This is going to be fun. This is going to be very fun. All four of these teams are undefeated to start the year uh, through two matches in the Super League, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, sorry, Lube lost. No, not Lube. Not Lube. Yeah. Lube lost to Monza last week. Yes, they did. Lube lost to Monza, but a lot of physicality, a lot of big names, a lot of really good teams on paper. This could be the final four when it comes Scudetto time. That actually, if I had to pick it right now, it probably would be. Um, So we'll 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 make our picks and our our preview of this after we talk about this this last weekend's Super League games. This is going to be fun. It starts in a little over an hour, so we're definitely going to be out of here on the show in time to watch these games. Let's talk about this weekend of ball in the men's Super League because this was fun. Good, it was oh man, it was it was a good weekend of ball. As I oh, said, yeah. I was just posted up watching some some stuff. Uh, I definitely have to start on Saturday that Verona versus Modena matchup. I Absolutely. think we need to start there. I think we need to give the new choking award to Verona, to Verona Verovali. Um, they were up nineteen fifteen in the fourth, up two to one. So bad at home. And you let old man Bruno go to the baseline and serve you off the court. What are we doing? Pass the ball. <laughs> that right there, Everett, is a Radostin Stoichev special. Uh, while, while Stoichev coaches in this league, uh, yours truly, Roberto Piazza, could never possibly be the biggest stooge in Super League of Volleyball. Stoichev, and like, like, remember we did the Super League preview and Tommy Blizzard told us that that Stoichev has this this uber statistical approach, and he's of the take that reception no longer matters in high level volleyball. Uh, think again, because that was an absolute collapse in that fourth set, up two to nothing. Yeah, they, they lost the third. They completely choked away the fourth, and then the fifth was never really in doubt. Uh, shame on you, Verona. Shame on Ooh, you. The fifth, the fifth was back and forth. Fifteen eleven. It was no. It, the it, fifth, it was it, it was ten eight. Was... It, it never really seemed like. And to me, it never seemed like Verona had a chance. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering mis- it, but I did I did enjoy this game overall. Oh yeah, uh, I I think Verona looks really good. Amin, I thought Amin was really was was really really good in this one. Other than getting blocked like a million times, why seven times, seven, seven Amin getting blocked seven times. That's a lot. Why can't I find him on this stat sheet? Am I not? Oh, I'm looking at the completely wrong, the completely wrong uh, match. That's why. Sorry, <laughs> that's probably I, why. I, I I opened up the Modena versus Milano match from um from um, from, from, from last week. One. Um, but I really like Amin. 
out there. I mean, I think he only had he only had one unforced error. He got blocked seven times. He does swing kind of into the meat of the block, but I mean, Shpozhkov, who's like a good foot taller than him, also got blocked. Does the same times, thing, yeah. Uh, last week, so was was very very interesting uh, in this one. But to to me, at the end of the day, just the choke of of um, <clears throat> of um, of Verona. There was three players that I thought really stepped up. For Modna, and at the end, I think Bruno, first and foremost, his yep. serving in the fourth and the fifth, his serving run is what brought them back from 1915 down back up. Um, second of all was Daddy. Daddy was absolutely massive in this one. He was bouncing balls. He was getting big blocks. His presence in the fifth set alone, oh, I guess we can't we can't just look at it by by set here on we the can't. Super League. Um, I would five see blocks. his. Yeah, he was he was really really good, and then. Ultimately, Ronaldo in that fifth set, Off he bench. was so clutch. He first and foremost, he had an incredible, an incredible four to four shot that was Kliuka esque that sent the Ooh. that sent the discord like off, and then immediately went back and served the ace. Immediately went back and served the ace. And to me, the more I watch it, the more I watch this Italian team. To me, you would slot Ronaldo in at third uh, behind. Uh, um, Micheletto yeah, and Lavia, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And what's what's crazy is that he didn't even start this game. Uh, Modena made wholesale changes to start set three. They they put in Sanguinetti for Brema, which I was surprised by. They put in yep. Rinaldi for Davi Skiba because uh, all three old men, Bruno, Juan Terena, and Daddy, all three of them started and played every set. And I was curious to see how how this new head coach, this young guy, was was going to handle having three guys on the team that are older than him and, and just, you know, how, how, are, how much are they going to play? How much are they going to rest? How much are they going to, like, support from the sidelines? But sure enough, the three old guys on Moden all played every point of the match. Um, and, yeah, Bruno, huge, like you said, daddy, who, uh, by the way, I thought about being daddy for Halloween today. But I'm, I'm mad you weren't. I, I'm mad you weren't. I decided that, one, my facial hair is nowhere near good enough to, to, to be daddy-like. And I just didn't want to disrespect the the icon that is that is daddy stankovich by trying to imitate him so i wasn't you would have needed a wig you would have needed a wig and you would have spent a lot of money on a really good wig um this one was also a reverse sweep sorry i forgot about i forgot about verona's i forgot about that whole thing in in verona's massive like it was just such a calamity how they just they just broke down and in in this one just a just a really big choke that being said though i do like the composition of this this verona team uh, I really do. And once you get back to Morikeda, they're going to have a lot of firepower. And I mean, hey, as as you said, like, Soichev doesn't really really believe in passing. He doesn't really, really believe in defense. Um, <laughs> so let's just let's just jack it up for guys. You know, let's let, let's let's just jack it up. I am somewhat worried going back to Mona. I am somewhat more worried that you're setting old man want 38 times. In this yeah, matchup. that's too much. And, and yes, he looked great. He was 16 for, for 38. He only had two errors and got blocked once over five sets. That's incredible. However, we are talking about a man who like didn't really play all that much last year because he played he played in, in the, the, the Chinese league before going to the Turkish league and then didn't play all summer. So he's way healthier than so many of these other guys who have been playing national team all summer long. Good point. What's that gonna look like? What's that gonna look like for Wantahena and Modena? towards the end of the season um well, the and, and to be honest Poshkov. like Saposhkov didn't play all summer and and uh I'm curious to see how how the Otis Legumja effect affects him 
like starting off the season great and then slowly but surely falling off in production towards the end of the season. He was really good this one. 16 for 29 with only four errors and six blocks. And six blocks. Great That's, match. That was the big time. He he was a, he was a presence on that left side. And I mean, he needs to be. And I mean, this was this was so much more of a match for Shaposhkov as well too. He's oh, heading yeah. back to to Verona like and and Shaposhkov is still young, right? Like 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 yeah, he's like, like 22. He's he's really yeah. Young. He's 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 a young guy. So there's still like this is his still his sophomore year. So I'm almost expecting a bit of a sophomore slump from Stepochkov, but so far not not too bad. And he kept his areas limited, which is for him pretty good. Yeah, he's about to turn 23. Okay. So yeah, yeah young kid. I'm, I'm actually I'm still convinced that the the only thing that can overpower the sophomore slump is being seven foot three. So um, I, I think that he might be able to power through that a little bit. Um, it, it was good to see Donovan, Donovan Zavaronok start for Verona. Uh, that was obviously a no brainer. Ended up not mm-hmm. working out for him, but uh, two good matches so far for Amin. How long can he keep that up? That I'm I'm curious to look at that as well. Yeah, I think it is going to be really interesting. I think he's going to be really strong early on. And I mean, we've seen it yep. so far, like 20 for 38. The seven blocks is an issue, and he's really going to need to figure that out and figure it out fast. Um, but what? Like, I, I, I think, like, I really like, like, we don't really have a prototypical, a mean type player, I find, you know, in the volleyball world, just a no. big swinging southpaw. Yeah, right? like, like a crazy, crazy physical lefty. No, we yeah. don't really have one of those. It's nice. It, it, it's it's nice to have a big banger lefty. Like it's funny we, the when you and I were kind of growing up, ever there. I feel like there were a bunch of lefties, like all all lefty opposites, and then all of a sudden, the only lefties that we really primarily saw were outside hitters, like Kovacevic, Plotnitsky, Mikoletto, mm. the all all the French guys like Rossard and Lignel. But like, who is like like Michael Lasco? Yeah, I remember Michael Lasco for Italy. Um, uh, you can kind of put Dallas Sunius in that conversation. Yeah, kind there, of. There was I mean, there was a, there was that, an Argentinian guy before before Bruno Lima. There was a Brazilian guy way back in the day. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, but it's it's nice to have a like to have our biggest most physical lefty opposite in the world not be Matsya Muzai. That's definitely that that's that's my yeah. takeaway. And he's he's like he he hits the crap out of the Oh ball. yeah. Like okay. Amin Amin is a big boy. I mean, let's remember he wasn't allowed to play in the week 3 of VNL this this year because he's part of the Ir- Iranian army, right? So, um he is a big boy. So I I I like it. Tough one for Rona. I mean, I think this is kind of what we expect from them now. Up to oh, getting reverse swept. Not to mention up nineteen fifteen in the fourth, and, and they couldn't get it done. But you know what? Who did look good and continues to look good? Just Rock Mosic. The Rock. The Rock is awesome. Going back to the left side where he belongs. All right. Uh, Let's move on to the other match on Saturday, which was another five setter, another very interesting one. Trentino, the reigning champions goes down two to one and needs five sets to beat toronto this to me it just it just screams new coach everything is unstable mm. right because your roster is 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 head and, and head and above and, it, and it's a few things a it's new coach everything's unstable Two, your guys are real tired yep real That's, tired yeah, real tired i, th- I think yeah. trentino as far as 
national team exhaustion goes, Trentino is probably the most tired team in the Superliga. Other than Spertoli, who spent all spent all these thousands of miles traveling and never saw the court all summer. But like Lavia yeah. and Micheletto played like every point of the entire summer. True. True. But uh then, then you get uh tricycle man, Camille Riklitsky, who did not play all summer, and this one he was awesome. Twenty one for thirty five, sixty percent, uh six errors. But um it was very good to see Kyle Russell start at opposite and be great. Great. 28 points, 25 for 48. Only yeah. four errors across the board blocks and unforced. Went two for two on, on, on those. So he was a force. I would like to see him block a little bit better. Like he just yeah. he just seems to be a bit of a blocking liability. And over five sets, you're six foot ten on the on a uh, playing a team that runs the right side or sorry, the left side pretty heavily and you weren't able to get a block. Like something needs to be figured out there for Kyle Russell. But still ultimately love seeing him put up these kind of numbers. Yep, he was good. Jeff Jendrick was good. Uh, Philippe Alonza hit negative efficiency. No surprise there, but he did have four aces. So he contributed a nine aces to 15 errors for Toronto is an awesome line. That's that's very, very good. But unfortunately, they weren't able to get it done. Uh, Trentino got the fourth in overtime, and then 15 to eight in the fifth was, was never in doubt. This would have been a pretty cool upset to start the season, but it wasn't to be. Yeah, it would have been. I mean, we haven't really seen like last year started the upset. Like last year, I remember Padova was good and, and yeah. Sterno was was good. And this year, like we haven't we haven't really seen that so far. And I mean, if you look at the rest of those, the the, the matches all the way through, um, it, it, it's been it was pretty much chalk on Sunday as well. Pretty much. Um, I want to spend a little time talking about Perugia's sweep of Monza. It was it was closer. It was it way was closer close. than than this this score suggested. I mean, Monza had the lead in the second set for the majority of it. They led that. It was a back and forth. I think like the the second set ended up like 31-29? 32 30. 30. Yep. 30 32 30. It, it it was a back and forth and I mean, Monza had the lead and then Perugia had the lead, then Monza got it back and um it it was it was an exciting match through and through. Um and the scoreboard doesn't really show it, but it, it really was one of the best, best matches this weekend, I found. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, this this was a good game. Uh, it came down to clutch blocking late in those first two sets for Perugia. Uh, that, yep. the, the overtime one in the second was a one-on-one from Herrera against Stephen Marr, which I'm sure was tough I for, almost, tough for I, everyone. I almost... I almost expected Herrera to come out and 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 wave the finger. There was even a volleyball roasted Herrera, um, a, a Herrera uh, highlight reel like yesterday or the day before. And someone tagged my personal account and was just like, "I'm pretty sure Everett Delor at Everett Delorum is uh, responsible for some of the." <laughs> <laughs> You've got a reputation, buddy. Yeah, and then uh, the 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 first set was also a block to win it. Everett, what what have I been saying? Don't set Arthur Schwartz on the left side with the game on the line. Don't don't set Arthur Schwartz on the left side. Period. Don't do it. And yeah, Kenny Diaper. That was the of of all the bad commentary performances I've ever seen. That one might have been the worst. Oh my god. Okay, there we go. Her just her horrific, horrific, horrific commentary. Just Terrible. like uh, clearly an American guy too. Just didn't care. Gave just gave no shits. Didn't know what was going on. Although, also, like every commentator calling Arthur Schwartz Schwark, like he's been in the league for a number of years now. We should know how to say his name. I, I, Mamma mia! <laughs> I might have to. 
I might have to go like do a separate video and go on a rant about commentary because like it's, it's just been so bad. And here I am sitting over here um, as a very recently I've, I've been told explicitly that I will no longer be calling volleyball world games. And uh, here I am listening to these absolute morons, not, not have ever watched any of these teams play before in their lives. It's uh, very frustrating. Um, back to this game though. I mean, Perugia is very, very good. Uh, Camille Semenyuk looked really good today. And it was really good to see Sebastian Soleil back. I mean, we, we once like last season, before last season, he got his Italian citizenship and we thought that he was going to mm-hmm. play all year and not count against the foreigner limit. But uh, he didn't. It was really Flavio and Roberto Russo. Now with, with Russo being a little banged up, we get to see Soleil again. And he goes eight for nine with a block and an ace and like drops 10 points on sky high efficiency. So uh, good for him. I love that guy. Yeah. Seeing Soleil is is back is 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 really good. Um, I had something to say about this match, and I forgot my notebook downstairs um, because I was using it to help me make my beautiful uh, Dutch flag here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I I don't I don't think that this match was was the greatest showing from Stephen Marr. I do think that they chuck him a lot of the garbage. Yes, they do. Uh, they won. They run ran in system. And then they chuck him a lot, a lot of the garbage. Um, Arthur was pretty good in this one. He was he was fifteen for twenty nine. But Perugia is is still Perugia. Like they're, yep. they're still they're still dominant. Um, I would I'm going to be interested to see this matchup in the second leg in the the return leg in in the uh, uh, in the second half of the season. Though. Yeah, me too. A lot of service errors though for Perugia. If they if they serve better than three aces, twenty two errors that. Uh, that this might not have been nearly as close. No, yeah, not bad. Three, yeah, three for for twenty two is terrible. That's I mean, two, not good. two for two for eighteen on the other side, not great as well that's, either. That's not good at all. All right, um, Coach Piazza, let's talk about your game. Let's 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 talk about your team's game getting swept by Piacenza. Uh, my first question for you, Coach Piazza, is how do you get more out of your outside hitters that aren't named Yuki Ishikawa? Because Matei Kaziski was horrible. And Osniel Mergarejo was horrible as well. Well, you know, as I said before, no Poro, no chance. <laughs> Zonta, he set the ball okay, just okay. Um, but no Poro, no chance. It's 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 very very hard for 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 us. No 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 Poro, no chance. Good point. Uh, without your starting setter, this is going to be tough. It was good to see Petzard Zirwich play great because twenty-one for thirty-two is incredible. Like that, yeah. that what, is what, awesome. What what we what we need is uh, setter libero. So yes, if I want to set left side or middle, Poro. If I want to set right side, Zonta. Right, <laughs> and I just have I, I want one of them to stand beside the down referee. And they'll just switch on and off real quickly in the middle of the rally. Coach, I I think that's a genius idea. You may have just come up with the great new innovation in volleyball. Of course. I'm Roberto Piazza. (laughs) Awesome. yeah, I'm I'm not not going to claim that I watched this match, but the the numbers are are very very telling. I mean, Kaziski and Mergarejo both horrible on offense and even worse in reception. I mean, Matej Kaziski, 
aced five times 17 percent perfect passing like he's played outside hitter his whole career he's got to be better than this yeah but he's old yeah so he's he's like 38 but that doesn't mean you can't pass the ball anymore i i don't i mean like let's be honest piacenza might be the best serving team in the league that's possible right like they like they are without a doubt with romano Robert Landy, Leal, Lucarelli, even Brizard is known as a, as a good as a good server. Like this is a very very good serving team, um, and they were they were going after it in this one. Six aces on only nine errors. That's a fantastic uh, efficiency there. Four for thirteen on the other side for for Milano. Um, I do think that this this game is different if you have Porto. I, I, oh, yeah. I really yeah. do. And I think we saw it this summer with with when Italy was in Ottawa that like Poro brings something else to a team. He actually like he's he's the type as a coach, he's the type of setter that I would fight for to have on my team because he's a grinder and he he, he just makes plays happen. You know, he's, he has a lot of heart. And I and I absolutely love, I absolutely love that. Um, but this Milano team, like was very up and down all throughout last year too. And I like, remember they lost to Batapor as well. So like bringing Kaziski uh, over a Batapor, I don't know if that's necessarily an upgrade. I think oh, offensively, well, yes, but well it is. If it, it, it's absolutely an upgrade cuz like Milano when when Milano was good last year, it was Ishikawa and Mercure. True. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess you're right. But I agree with you. I think everyone's got to temper their expectations on Milano just a little bit. This is mostly the same team as last year. They finished eighth in the regular season last year, okay? So and they barely made it into the playoffs. Right. <laughs> they, they barely they barely made the playoffs and then pulled probably the greatest upset in volleyball history. So that was awesome. But if you look at the whole body of work of last year's regular season, you, you gotta bring your expectations down just a little bit, especially without their starting setter. And I can't believe we're speaking about Paolo Poro in this way, but it does make a difference. It totally a makes difference. a difference. It makes it like this this Milano team just doesn't have that spark that they usually have with Poro. Um and yeah, but on the other side, you also have a team that could, if there's one team that I would slate for potentially beating Perugia this year, again, I think it would be Piacenza. It's like Piacenza just start at their best. Yeah, it's Piacenza at their best. And this is a Piacenza team that's now been together for two seasons, right? A lot of continuity on this team. This is, this is, it's, this is very, very similar. So um, yeah, like Everett, I, I, I want to keep track this year of how many games Piacenza plays with their entire starting lineup and their entire starting lineup makes it through the whole game. Because this this is one of them. It it is. This is one of them. We saw you on the Leal for the first time this season. We saw Robert Lenny Simone make it through the whole game. We saw Yuri Romano be good and make it through the whole game. We saw Robert Andringa come in to pass, which is a a good usage of him. But um, good to see Leal back. Lucarelli was awesome. Uh, Fabio Ricci is the only new piece, and he's pr- like he's a like plug and play guy in the middle. And like if if Piacenza can put out those seven guys all year, they'll be tough to beat. They will. Like if Pia- if Piacenza on paper, Piacenza might be the second best team in this team in this league right now. I think they very well maybe, and that's yeah. uh, they're they're a huge variance team like we've talked about a lot, but they're they're superstars across the board. Yeah, very, so very I'm not not at all surprised that they really won this match three zero. I'm also not surprised that Lube beat Padova three zero. I don't think no. there's anything to talk about there, but we do, this, we, do, this, we, do, we do need to talk about Catania getting a win, Everett. This was actually a fun game to watch. 
I, I actually enjoyed watching this game. Um, Catania finally won their not only their first set but their first match yeah. of their super of their Superliga career. So congrats to them. There was when they won that first set, it was a, a big round of applause. And actually, I will say that whoever the American guy doing the Catania Cisterna game was actually good. He was the best commentator I had all weekend. Hmm. Okay, I'll, yeah. I need to go back and watch the highlights and try to figure out who he was. Uh, yeah, Paul Buchegger turning back the clock. Very good. 24 for 35. Uh, Mohamed Manavi off the bench, 13 for 21, and passed the ball great, which is uh, not within his scouting report, if you had to ask me. <laughs> Luigi, Luigi Rondazzo, good enough. Uh, I thought Rondazzo, he was a bit of a spark plug. I, I liked his his energy in this game. Yeah, I mean, this this is impressive. Uh, now, like in, in our preview, we, we thought, at least I didn't really know what to expect from Catania this year. They definitely no. seemed like the, the the afterthoughts of all the teams thrown together at the last minute. But that's also kind of what Gisterna typically is. And uh, Tommy Blizzard told us that he would be shocked if Catania didn't get relegated. And here they are already with a win and with three points. Like, with yeah, and I mean, they, I thought they were like this was their home opener. Yeah, because they played on the road last week. Yeah, this was this was, this was their home opener. They hit fifty six percent as a team. Bushkeger hit hit sixty nine percent. Hey oh, on his own. Like they actually looked pretty good. Their jerseys, though, I need a moment on them. Mm. I don't know if you've seen them yet, Rob, but they are from a, every angle you're looking at. They look a little different. Interesting. Yes, very, very interesting. So um, we'll have to keep a, a look on that. But I actually like this Catania team. I, I really do. I thought Randazzo was was actually pretty good. Um, like he passed solid. Cavaccini was the same thing uh, as the, the, the other libero. Luca Bast. Okay, no, never mind. He started the game, but <laughs> he got <laughs> then then he got off the bench. But yeah, like there's a lot of decent pieces. On this Catania team now, are they going to beat and push any of the top teams in the league? Absolutely not. But Padova, Toronto, Cisterna—they like it's 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 not just an easy game for for playing against Catania. Clearly, they're they're pretty good, and I actually like this one. It was a good energy to this match. That's good. I, I'm excited for there not to be like a Ravana tier horrific team like two years ago yeah. that's obviously going to get relegated. I like that bottom of the standings to be a little bit spicier i'm looking at yeah we all know rob that you like I the love, relegation, I love race relegation more race. than you like the playoff race <laughs> that's because it's usually more fun like playoff races are usually like pretty sad and relegation is yeah. fun but we don't have it in north america so i enjoy it yeah i'm looking at catania's jerseys they're they, they, they kind of look like an a2 team they just kind of look like an a2 team's jerseys if i if i if i had to summarize it yeah, yeah, it's 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 a lot. It is a lot yeah. for sure. Don't worry. Well, once we get a couple of matches in, I'll, I'll put something together uh, with my full opinions on on all the Super League jerseys because it's okay, always great. something I like to look at. Uh, here are the standings through two matches. There's uh, there's nothing super crazy here. Uh, Catania right now is actually in a playoff position if the season ended today. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Maybe the Supercopa Everett, or at least like we, we've talked about the teams. Well, we didn't really talk about Lube today, but there was nothing to talk about. They beat Padova. Trentino versus Perugia. Who do you like? Perugia. Yeah, me too. It's it's impossible to pick against them this early. Uh, Lorenzetti against his former team. That, that's a fun 
that's a fun little thing there. Um, I think that will be fun, but ultimately, like, this is going to be. I'm really interested to see like Perugia's mindset throughout this year and and how they go about things. Um, a because of Lorenzetti and his addition to the squad, and how is he going to be able to affect things? But also, too, like if this isn't a revenge run for Perugia, what are you? You're wasting your time. Right. Thank you. If every single player on that Perugia team is looking at it and be like, I don't want to lose a fuck. I don't want to lose a set. Like, like it's not even a match. I don't want to lose a set. They should be livid when they lose sets because you were the biggest, you were the biggest story in volleyball last year for the good and for the bad. You were undefeated all year, hands on the best team in volleyball, no doubt about it. Possibly one of the best teams of all time. And then you go six and six to finish the season and you get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Every single player who's putting on that weird ass flame Jersey (laughs) needs to like losing points should be unacceptable. Right. So yeah, Perugia like that, this, this, like this infinity gauntlet, like this affinity gauntlet search starts right now. And they need to set their set their intentions right now. And you need to go and stomp on Trentino, who's been going to five sets with the worst teams in the league, and poop on their chest. <laughs> well, I I completely agree with you. I think that that is the mindset that they should have. Is that the mindset that they're going to have? That remains to be seen. I think like, absolutely like- not. You know why? Because this is an emotional response for me, and Lauren Zeddy is too smart for that, right? Lauren, Lauren Zetti is going to come in and like, I guarantee you one of the first things Lauren Zetti said at the beginning of this season in practice, that first meeting. And he goes, last year is last year. Yep. We're yep. not here. We're not here to rev-. like, this is completely contradicting what I just said, but emotional media brain versus rational coach brain here, right? This is, this is rational coach here. And this is, we last year was last year. We don't, we, we can't repair last year with this year. All we can do is make this year great. And, you know, like one of my favorite quotes is, you can't win the championship in October, but you can damn you well can lose, lose it. it. Absolutely. And, and you know what? I think like this, this, this is part of that step. But when you, you have a trophy in front of you, like I think this is, this is a small window for Perugia to be like, it's go time, it's win now, let's do it. This is a good test of uh, something that I talked about a lot this summer ever uh, in the national team context is that winning is a skill and, mm-hmm. and winning is a skill that needs to be practiced. And like whatever you want to say about Super Cup tournaments, I, 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 as a North American fan, tend to think that they're pretty useless, but it's a competition that you can go out and win and use it as a chance to practice winning, practice winning a tournament, not just a regular season game. And I think that's the best way that Perugia can look at this. They should, they should absolutely beat Trentino on paper. Absolutely. Can they do it mentally? That's the question. And then if they do that, who do they get in the final? And regardless of if it's Lube or Piacenza, it would be a very interesting matchup. So let's talk about that one, Everett. The, the consistency of Lube versus the up and down of Piacenza. Who do you got today? Oh, right now, Piacenza. I agree. Absolutely right now. Piacenza. Like, this is a team... Ace is still undefeated. Like Lube already got three dong to this season. They did get three um, dong by Monza. And like, yeah, this is a, a it, 
it's still a different Lube team, right? Like it, it, that's 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 what they are. Like this isn't the Lube of old that we expect them to be in the in the finals. Last year was a bit of a fluke, but like this team, I think is worse than last year's team. Even with the addition of uh, Lugumjia, I don't know if this team is is as is as good as last year's team. So I guess we'll have to see. That is an interesting take. I I don't know if I would say that. But they they are still going to have problems with the foreigner limit. It's gonna it's mm-hmm. all going to hinge on Ivan Zaitsev playing outside hitter, which uh, so far he's been pretty good. But uh, the, the reception for both the, the, this is my 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 theme of these two Supercup semifinals is Trentino's reception against Perugia's serving mm-hmm. and Lube's reception against Piacenza's serving. If uh, I, that's a that's a big that's a way worse one for me when you look at who's passing for for Lube. They're 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 both pretty rough. If if Perugia and Piacenza serve the ball at like seventy five percent of their potential, I think they'll both they might both win three zero, and yeah, uh, that, that would set sure. that would set up a very interesting scenario in the final, where you would have uh, Perugia against Piacenza revenge from that Italian Cup loss last year. Anastasi against his old team. Somebody said in the chat earlier that if Anastasi wins something, Camille Semenyuk is going to have a mental breakdown because uh, Semenyuk is nice and a mild-mannered guy as he is. has been pretty vocal about hating Andrea Anastasi. So uh, that would be really funny. But um, I think, Everett, you and I are on the same page that it's going to be Perugia versus Piacenza tomorrow in the final. Who yep. do you got in that one? Perugia. And I mean, like, Night Owl right underneath that comment is like, Lorenzetti using a different approach and already said that Perugia is not the favorite to win the Super Cup. And that's absolute garbage. That's garbage. Like, that, that's like that's, that's, fake that's, that's, technology. That, that's a coach's thing right there being yeah. like, oh, you know, we, we, we didn't, we, we were fifth last year. Like, come on. This is, this is Lorenzetti sheltering the team from, um, from Sergi. That's, 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 <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Because, like, I, I would, uh, what I would give to be a fly on the we need to find someone who's like a staff member for for, oh. for one of these teams who can like be like an insider because I could just see Sochi coming and be like big weekend super copa we won't go and win that champion and then Lauren Zeddy's like no get out of my locker room no yeah. we are not the favorites we finished sixth place last year we are not the favorites so it's gonna be fun uh, starting in uh, about forty minutes. Super Cup semifinals. I'm I'm very excited to watch these. Definitely going to be turning them on right after the show. Uh, anything else about no. Italy ever on either, on either side? No, Lega Volley, not Lega Volley Feminelli. Sorry, the Super Lega um, was great this past weekend. I definitely always encourage is. you come join us on the Discord. The Discord has been popping off. Uh, always, always a lot of fun, uh, and it's going to be good again for for the Super Copa getting down in about uh, what is it, thirty nine minutes? Thirty nine right. minutes to, to, to first serve there uh, on the Super Copa. Good plug for the Volleyball Source Discord. Join always. that thing. Always. Always. It's been uh, somebody, I think it was Monty, our, our, one of our Italian OGs, last week. Is we, we, get a, we get a ton of new people to join after every 9 by 9 episode, which is awesome. We want you to not only join the Volleyball Source Discord, we want you to be active. We want you to get, get, get engaged. Get in the chat. Don't just be a lurker. Watch but games. I, chirp. I will, you know? I will say this, and I did see that conversation in the, in the general section on, on the Discord, but I will say this. A, like we have a lot more people commentating than than we used to, which is fantastic. But B, 
I don't mind that people come in and kind of lurk for a little bit because I do think that we have our spe- own special community now and you need to understand some things. You oh, need yeah. to understand some of the memes going on. You need to understand some of the, the conversations that are happening, right? So I do think that there is a little bit, and hey, you know what? I'm I'm an active I'm active on Discord and in other communities and stuff like that. And I never just kind of bowl, you know, bulldoze in. I always, you know, kind of check things out. Check out what, what the conversation is happening before I start giving giving my two cents. So um because like like there's gonna reach a point with the Discord, Rob, where we mean we may get too big. Right? Because I'm I'm in disc like I'm in Discord servers with like there's I'm in a, in in some Discord servers for like musicians where you've got like fifty to seventy thousand people in it and it's like you can't read the chat because of how quickly things are yeah. being inputted sometimes. So you know what? I'm very I'm I'm very happy with 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 the Discord and, and, and where it's at and when and how many people have been joining. It's a fantastic place. So uh, you guys are going to love it. Join it. The link's in the description if you're not already. Um, another thing you need to do is like this video. Only 22 thumbs up so far. That is uh, for, all, for all the effort that, that me Whoa. and especially Everett put into our costumes. We me. deserve way more thumbs ups. Come on. Yeah, I, I didn't. I've been, I've, been, I've been in hair and makeup for like an hour <laughs> leading into this. Okay. I have like I have gel in my hair. You can't see it. I have glue all on the inside of this. Like. Um, I mean, I, li- I, I, I live with someone who's in the theater world. So my partner was very nice. Sam was very nice to like, get me all set up for this this morning. But like, look at this, like, honestly, like, look at this flag. Look at what yeah, like, the, the, that looks, that looks excellent. Did you freehand yeah. that? That looks great. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I did, baby. <laughs> I, I used, I used my notebook to draw the straight lines and, and stuff mm. like that. And that's why I draw, I forgot it downstairs. Um, and then I did want to get like just like a Dutch jersey, but all I just found was uh, the the orange shirt. But like, bro, I love it. I should know. So, yeah, more are, already, already, we got uh, we got like fifteen thumbs up since we said that. So keep that going. Uh, we also got to talk about that volleyball dot store. Of course, as always, head over to that volleyball dot store. Use the code Spicy to get fifteen percent off. Actually, working on some new stuff to drop for uh, Black Friday in just a little bit. Dude, today's Halloween. It is snowing in Chicago. Black Friday will be here before you know it. Yeah, it is not. It's actually kind of nice and, and sunny in Toronto right now. So uh, suck it, nerds. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 terrible here today. I, I played golf a week ago. It was 70 degrees in Freedom Units, and now it's snowing. So that sucks. But uh, yeah, hit up that volleyball.store. Use the code SPICY for 15% off for viewers of this show. And uh Keep refreshing it throughout the next couple of weeks because there's going to be some good new stuff coming. We also got to talk about Where's Daddy. We mentioned uh, uh, my hero, Dragon Stankovic, earlier that uh, I didn't feel like it would be acceptable to try and dress up as him because nobody could ever come close. I mean, just look at him. Just look John at Mayer. He's, he's, he's Eastern European John Mayer. He's just beautiful. Uh, Daddy Stankovic is hidden somewhere in every episode of the 9 by 9 When you find where he is and you comment, uh, in the main YouTube comment section after the show is over, you comment the timestamp of where he's at. You get a shout out on the following week's show. Uh, last week, this this was a good one that I did last week. Yeah, I uh, saw that one. Yeah, yeah. This this was a good one. I hit him inside the Block Devils Perugia logo uh, in last week's Super Lego results, and some of you found him right away. Uh, Yana XOXO found him right away. Aaron F found him. Ozzy Tragic found him. Kenny Diaper found him. Uh, so you guys all found Daddy Stankovic. Uh, that was a good one. 
So this episode, he's hidden somewhere. If you find him, make sure you comment in the main YouTube comment section, not the live chat. Uh, comment uh, where you think he is, and you'll get a shout out on next week's show. Do it up. Best thing we do. <laughs> it is our favorite segment. All right, let's look around European volleyball uh, outside the country of Italy, namely this match that we were talking about on last week's episode because it was starting in the middle of our show last week. Vakafeng versus Zaja Basha. Uh, we've, a, a couple of the big name Turkish women's matches so far were all five set bangers. Not this one. Was not. This, this one was a three dong. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more out of Izasha Basha in this one. Like, I won't, I won't lie. It was a little bit lackluster from a team that, like, this team was undefeated most of the se- most of the year last year, right? And throughout the regular season, like, I think one of the- I think they finished last season undefeated, yeah. if I remember right, I, I, and then failed to I win anything. They did as well too. Yeah. So, like this, it was a little bit disappointing from Izasha Basha uh, in, in 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 this one. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to pull up the stats right now so we can talk about this thing in more detail. Uh, all right, yeah, here we go. No Alexa Gray anywhere on the the lineup for Exasha Basha on this one. Really? Yeah. Okay. What happened there? Uh, Burkai, I, I know you're watching. Well, yeah, let us know what what the deal is with Alexa Gray because that's a big loss. So kind of like we were talking about with Exasha Basha versus Vakif Bank, or sorry, Exasha Basha versus Fenerbahce. You, you've got the opposite, right? You've got the number one outside hitter uh, mm-hmm. for, well, for Zajabasha, it, it should probably be Alexa Gray in theory. Uh, well, well, it is. And then when, 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 you've, when it's not, you've got Hande Balladin and Irina Voronkova. Because Vakif Bank has Gabi. Fenerbahce has Irina Fedorovtseva. Uh, Zajabasha needs Alexa Gray. And without her, uh, actually, Hande Balladin wasn't, so, wasn't quite so bad as usual. But, no. um, and Tiana Boskovic was okay. But they just couldn't really figure out the offense as a whole. They ended up changing setter and middle blocker going into the third set. And uh, let's see how how good were Vakif's numbers. Man, Gabi wasn't even Not, very good. Gabi had zero. It, I this was this game was worse than the Malona Malonza versus uh, Canigliano game. Man, like that, this that's, was that's another this was another sloppy game for what could have been an exciting one. Like this was yeah. Looks like Gray is injured, Krasnyanska is injured, Front Franti is also injured. Like there's some injuries going on. Like what a surprise! All those people who played all summer long in the national team getting injured when it comes to pro season. I was gonna bring that up when we when we get to talking about the Plus Liga because like I was so excited to watch all these club teams in all these leagues, and all of them are missing key players. And the the obvious common factor is that the the national team season was way, way, way too long. And yeah, it's, it's a bummer to see these, these big name teams with big budgets play without all their weapons available. Yeah, it, it, it really sucks. But uh, you know what? Vakuf Bank really like, <laughs> really just like scraped through on this one. When you look at the stats, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Jordan Thompson, she was the really only bright spite for right spot for this team and Saragunas, Saragunas four blocks that, that, that really helped them out. I think she, yeah, she's clearly the best middle blocker on the planet right now. And was there, yeah, their second leading scorer, the only other player other than Thompson in double digits. Like she's really a huge weapon. Uh, yeah. Thompson yeah. was good. Bianca Boucher at outside, terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. Gabi, not very good. Like this is a, a weirdly bad game between two great teams. Um, somebody put in the chat that um, 
or it's Berkai, yeah, said that Ferhat Akbash, the coach of Azadjabash, just says that they want a different approach this year. To they're less worried about going twenty-two and zero in the regular season or whatever it was last year. They want to keep when it matters. Good, yeah. good strategy because last year they went undefeated and they didn't win a thing. So uh, a yeah. similar strategy to Perugia in it on the Italian men's league, I'm sure. Yeah, figure, figure it out in important games. Yeah, 100%. So, so suffers their first loss. Um, but let's be honest, they're going to be there right at the end of the, the year. Like it's going to be a oh, yeah. three horse race here in the, in the Sultan La Ligi. Like it always is. Uh, elsewhere in the Turkish league, I, I don't have an asset for this, but uh, the men's Super Cup is this week. Uh, it is Thursday. Zirat Bank versus Hawkbank. They already played in the regular season. It was a great five setter. Uh, that is uh, 10.30 a.m. Eastern on Thursday. The Turkish Men's Super Cup. Uh, that match is must watch. Like that. that if, if, you, if you're not following the Turkish Men's League, one that they stream it free on YouTube for the most part. And uh, Zirat versus Hawkbank, every time they play, is must watch. Zirat versus Hawkbank is going to be real good. That's Is Termat still on Hawkbank or Zirat? Yeah, of course he is. No. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like Termat versus well, Namir. Termat versus Namir. And then you've got Engapeth versus Anderson. And uh, for some reason, the last time these two teams played, Zirat was playing Oriel Camejo over Luciano Vicentin. Yes, he Luciano Vicentin is on Zirat Bank and didn't even play in that match. So, like, the, the, the wings in bo- on both those teams are sick. You got Mike Amaa setting Hulk Bank. You got much, much better middles on Zirat Bank. It's a, this, this, is, this is a must-watch game. So uh, we'll, we'll put the link in the Discord for sure. Thursday morning, North American time, uh, Turkish Cup on the men's side. Su- Turkish it. Super Cup on the men's side. Love that. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at the Plus Liga. A couple big matches over in Poland. Uh, the one that I want to talk about the most is this one, Everett. Sam Cooper coming in for Xavierce in like somewhat of a full-time outside hitter role, but Xavierce was reverse swept by Rosovia, and this was probably the best match of the year so far. They were reverse swept by above Rosovia. That wasn't great, but you're right. Sam Poop Cooper has been getting way more play so far than I would expect him to. Like yeah, way no tre- more play. No Trevor Cleveno, which is a bummer. He's he's very sick we hear it might be mono which would be a big problem Ooh, that's and not the, good. yeah and then Bartosz Kvolek got hurt and in, uh, in the in the second set I think which is why Cooper came in but Cooper 13 for 26 42 percent efficiency like that's Coming off the bench that's like, fantastic yeah. yeah three aces too for Sam Cooper buddy and you know what that makes me so happy because talking to him the end of U Sport Nationals last year, he was like, Yeah, I'm probably coming back to McMaster. Like, it depends. Like, if I can get a really good contract, but I kind of want to finish school and blah, 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 all this stuff. And like, I think, I think A, Dave Preston decided to leave Master McMaster and just go to the Australian national team for the full time. But also, when you have a, like a top team, like they, they play CEV Cup today, you know, like this is, this is, a, this is a That's top right. team. Yeah. And he's and he's and he's getting good minutes. So, a bit of an unfortunate uh, result here. I mean, TJ DeFalco was uncanny in this one what did he get 23 points um yep. he was he was really really good 21 uh for 41 attacking um with, without with stefan boyer and that with, without stefan boyer yeah so which is which is such a bummer again like these two teams this could be a sick playoff series down the road but no cleveno no beniak for xavierche and then kvolek gets hurt and then you have no boyer for rosovia it's just it's just a shame that these teams this early in the season are having to play without some of their most important players. National team season just went way too long. Way too way long too this long. year. 
this year more than any other year the the schedule was just completely unreasonable but it was good to see Yassine Luati as well coming off the bench and I think what they ended up doing and, and yeah to start the fourth set they moved Clem and Chable the opposite which I actually really like because uh Jakubutski their there backup, before. yeah we have Jakubutski their opposite their backup opposite to Boyer wasn't quite so good so they kind of went with the three outside hitter thing and I like Chable on the right a lot uh, he mm-hmm. he hits a good high ball. He's just a big physical dude that like wants the ball at the top of the antenna. Then you can play a little faster to both DeFalco and Luati. I like that, yeah. and it, it I, I, I really like Luati as well. I think he's smooth. I just, I just it's, he's just smooth. He's he's got a high level of skill, uh, which I really like. And when you have that pairing, when you have two highly skilled guys, and that's definitely what I would call TJ DeFalco. He's highly skilled. When you have two guys like that on on the outside, it really makes easier. And you know what? It's like like Drizga was the first was was on the the, the first uh, was a, an all star this week um, in the Plus Liga, and it kind of makes sense why when he has two left sides like that that can just kind of like flow with him. I, I will not bring myself to the level of complimenting Fabian Drizga, but but good for Rosovia. They did go down two zero and come back and win this match, and that it is that says a lot. Thirty four thirty two as well in the third set, like with their backs against the wall. So this is a sick yeah. match. Yeah, uh, it, it was a sick night. Nice, nice going limit. You love it. Two hours, 23 minutes of spice. Uh, the other match from this week in the Plusiga that I wanted to talk about is Zaxa beating Olsten. Both of these teams also missing a bunch of dudes. A bunch of dudes. No Sherjan yeah. for Olsten. Um, no Janusz and no Dave Smith. Or a very, very limited Dave Smith. For Zaxa, but they Zaxa won this match with their backup setter, which is very who is, impressive. Who is their backup setter? Uh, Shemiswav Stempian, some Stempian, Polish yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he's he's got he's like bald with the beard. If I yeah, seen yeah, him before. yeah. But, I, as 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 soon as I as soon as I saw that 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 makes sense. And you know what, like Zaxa, like like this is this is why Zaxa is a good team. Like you're missing some of your guys, you're missing your starting setter, and you're still able to go get a three dong. You know, yeah. um, and, like, awesome. Slivka was awesome. I will like to see him to 59% efficiency for Slivka, 68% hitting. That's gross. Um, he's just rolling, but I would like to see him kind of take some time off. Like I want to see him at the end of this year and in at the Olympics, not now. Yeah, that's but that's the thing with Sox is like you have you have Slivka and Bednors, right? But Last year, the first half of the season, before we saw Bednors come in, we saw what happened to Zaxa when they don't have those two outstanding outside hitters. Yeah, very, very much so. We'll see. Who's who's the, like, the next guy at the bench? It's this, this Chitigoy guy, this Romanian kid who I don't really know anything about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah, 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 yeah. Chitigoy. Hey, I mean, Romania had a good uh, European championship. So let's, let's see. I think we, we should maybe start getting some of those guys in. But on, on the other side of the net, uh, for Olshin, I think Olshin might have a bit of a a bit of a rough year. Like, I like this roster a lot, but so for me, the, I don't know why. I, I think I think losing Taylor Avril is a huge thing. Like, that's just a huge hole in the middle for them. What it comes down to here is because of the foreigner limit and because of what they need an outside hitter. Losing Nicolas Sherjan is instant death. And he yes. and he like pulled an ab muscle in the first game. Like he's gonna be fine in the pretty near future. But without yeah. him, you have to play Shimendera, who I know nothing about, at, at as one of the outsides. 
And then uh, the other guy was like swapped between Karwitzek and Armoa, who were both bad, unfortunately. So yeah. you need that one Polish guy in Scherzen to to start basically every game. And uh, while while he's out, our, our Olsen is gonna be they're gonna be pretty rough until he gets back. It's just like the fact of how their team is constructed. I don't know why they went back to to um, Karlitzek. Like he Armoa was bad. <laughs> They were yeah, both. So they, 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 they both, were both. They're both bad. At least, at least Armoa passed. Like, look at Armoa's passing numbers. That's true. It's he very got a, good. He got targeted 70, 17 times, forty-one percent perfect, seventy-one percent positive. He had more kills. Sure, he had he had a few more errors. I, I would have gone with Armoa in that one. I mean, maybe like it's, it's really easy to say and look that look at this like just from the stats sheet, but yeah. Yeah, the Olsen needs Scherzen back to be uh, to be the team that we thought that they were going to be, and that just kind of is the way it is. Um, nothing else really in this in the Plus Liga, at least through round three. I mean, uh, Scraw beat Nissa in five, good for them. Everything else was pretty much chalk. But uh, we have another Super Cup this week, Everett. It is yeah, Zoxa versus do. JSW, the, the first time of oh, the year. Oh, let's go! Let's oh, Friday go. couldn't come soon enough. That is going to. I mean, I mean, I think it's got, Saturday. It's a good ball. Good. It, no, it's it, Friday. Is, it's the third. It's Friday. Friday's okay. Yep. Friday's Friday's the third. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Friday. Yeah, Friday, uh, twelve thirty p.m. Eastern, which is kind of nice. I'm, there, that I, I kind of expected this to be an afternoon game Polish time, but it's not. Uh, the first time we get to see JSW and Zaxa play each other this year, and that is an absolute banger. Must 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 watch game, no matter what. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, it's like. The cups going on this week are going to be good. Like between today and Friday, that's uh, that's some good ball to be watching. Yeah, well, I mean, really, it's like it's like four Friday. four straight days of it because like we got today and tomorrow is Italy men's, Thursday is Turkey men's, Friday oh, is Poland men's, and then yes. we already had a lot of the other ones. Like we already had, let's see, we had Turkey women, we had Italy women, we've had Germany and France men. Uh, so we, we we've had like this is the week this is the week of, of super cups at least for the men's leagues to kind of wrap up that period in the season. And these are going to be fun games. Like there's at least one, maybe two really really good games every day between now and Sunday. Because Sunday then you get back to like regular season games in all the leagues like like Italy and Poland and all those. Just going to be watching ball, Rob. Just going to be watching ball. And that's what I'm doing. That's that's what I'm doing the next couple of days. I, I've I've very little going on, so I'm just going to be watching ball with all you in the Discord. It's going to be sweet. Gonna be awesome. Okay. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? I honestly think that kind of might be it. That might be a show. Yeah. Um. What else uh, here? I, I was. I was. I was trying to look to see if there was anything worth talking about so far in France or Germany, but mm-hmm. uh, I haven't watched any in those two countries yet, and I want to like dig into the rosters a little no. bit more. It's so, way harder to watch both this year. You need to pay for both. Yeah, that sucks. Last year, it, having all the Bundesliga games free on Twitch was, was, was with great production. That was they amazing. Do like one, they do like one game. Yeah, now it's only a Although game. I will say it's only like 15 bucks for the entire season for the French League. Yeah. Um, just like but, we're... If you if you want to watch all the volleyball, you're, you're you've got to have a, a decent budget to watch every game in every league, and then you, we haven't even considered Champions League yet, and no. the volleyball World TV subscription, and a Plus League subscription plus a VPN, and like all all, all this stuff. It's just 
it's it's, it's getting, tough. It, it gets it gets expensive. That's another sure. resource though of the volleyball source Discord because we will we will help you watch we will help you watch all these games. Yes, always. There's there's always um somewhat legal streams <laughs> that we can provide you in the Discord. Ooh, I'm looking at the I'm just looking at French scores. Uh, Torquang beat Poitier. 4139 in a set. Wow. Woo. Wow. And also uh Paris beat Tours, the reigning champs. That that's pretty impressive. Uh but Bundesliga, wow. I, I have nothing to talk about. So uh all right. I I kind of I kind of think, yeah. think that's a show. Thank uh thank thanks for watching you all. Happy Halloween. Um if if any of you have good especially if your costumes are volleyball related. Put him in the Discord. We want to see I your, mean, we want to see your volleyball the record, costumes. I did message Rob and I was like, we should have volleyball related costumes. So, this is volleyball related because it's Rick not Astley, volleyball related. Rick you can't tell is me is my avatar in the Discord, so I'm I'm counting it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's the show this this weekend. I'm going to do a much better job following like the French league and the German league, just so we're we're up on that. Um, yeah, we'll dive into those on next week's show, but uh, 15 minutes until the start of the Italian Super Cup semifinals. So we'll see you in the Discord for that. All right. Peace, guys. Have a great week. Have a happy Halloween, a safe Halloween. And uh, we will, like, it's a big week of volleyball, as we just said. So stay tuned, stay active, and get tested. See you next time.